Yeah. So you can just continue on if Britney needs to get up at one okay. point or whatever. It's just not turning into like the haunting of, what was that? The haunting of Hill House? Isn't it so good? Did you see it? I watched the first episode, okay. but I was drunk. Yeah. So I need to go re-watch. back and rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. But I love, like horror is my favorite genre. It's really well done. Okay. You'll like it. Then. Even if stuff is not well done. <laughs> <laughs> like, I so still I'm, enjoy I'm it. thrilled that it is because yeah. it's so rare. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't. David doesn't like TV shows. Oh. That's true. I do like horror stuff though, Wait, but I still probably wouldn't enjoy it too much. Do you watch movies? Yes, but no TV. It's just yeah, it's a whole thing with me. I feel like the <laughs> line is so blurred anymore. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever referred to it as that before. That's essentially. <laughs> it's it's the it's the the yeah it's time commitment it's emotional commitment yeah. mental commitment to so many hours of but a particular thing. You have kids thing. too, right? Yeah, but that's irrelevant to like <laughs> to what I spill. I would watch the same amount of content. I spend a lot of time on YouTube. That doesn't okay. stop me from. <laughs> okay. Don't do that. <laughs> There's some good YouTube stuff out there. Like what? I can't name anything right now. <laughs> Was that where you found the thing about atheists? The atheist advice YouTube was that a YouTube clip? It, I mean, I stumbled across it, but I obviously that's not what I would consider good content. Okay. But it is interesting to see what non-atheists think is a convincing argument for, yeah. for God. That is interesting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of anything good that I actually Ooh, I bet you there are some hilarious like gay conversion clips on YouTube just like trying to get gay people not to be gay. Not that that's hilarious. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's horrible. Yeah. But I just cannot. Terrible arguments for it. Yes. Yeah. I cannot imagine the ridiculous things that they probably yeah. say. Yeah. What was the atheist clip? It was like a documentary where like some person goes around and talks to atheists and tries to convince them to not be atheists through like ridiculous like like just by the dumbest arguments yeah. like oh here's this book do you think that book got here by accident or do you think someone made that book and they'd just be like oh somebody probably made it like dude, how can jesus be fake if you feel him <laughs> in your heart oh <laughs> 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 <But> anyways <laughs> uh so who's introing this one um, I think you should do the intro. I only want to do it when I'm like, because when the you're Halloween, really feeling it in your yeah, heart. Yeah, because the Halloween <laughs> one. Jesus yes, when I feel Jesus in my heart, I will do the intro. Like, I thought the Halloween one was funny because I wanted to say it was Halloween themed, but you didn't inform me of that. Oh, <laughs> you just did it so you could throw me under the bus. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay, well, welcome, guys, to another episode of Unsolicited Advice. I am your. One of your co hosts, David Zafra. I'm Brittany Herzbrunn. And today we have a guest. It's not everyday occurrence, but today yeah. we have a guest. We have Tina Rose. Hi. Hi. And uh, <laughs> you're somebody that I know from the improv community. Yes. That's awesome. I, I associate you with that group of people because we're both kind of like in like earlier on yeah. indie teams that kind of were on a bunch of shows together. Yes. So like you and your team in the buff, like yeah. I see you guys all over the place and oh, it okay. seems like I see you all over the place now. You're like really on that improv grind. Yeah, we are. We I guess like it a lot or <laughs> just like determined to get better. But um, I'm also a huge fan of your team and your stand up. Oh, really thank like you. It. That is so nice of you to say to him. <laughs> are, you, are you not a fan? <laughs> no, I do. Yeah, I just feel like he doesn't believe when people say that they like his stand up. Really? Uh, it's not that I necessarily don't believe them. It's just I, I'm not in the most uh, 
positive place with stand up at that time. He can't accept nice things about himself. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> So I do, do appreciate. I, do I need like a goodwill hunting moment where I just keep repeating it? Yes. And <laughs> cry. That yeah. would probably make me cry. <laughs> I complimented him earlier and I was like, you look so skinny. And he was like, I'm the same weight as the last oh time you saw me. God. <laughs> I did not say it like yeah. that. I'm like, well, fuck me then. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you look like shit. I, don't <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you for the compliment. You're welcome. That's what I should have said, I suppose. That yes. was good. That was, you modeled that really well for your listeners. Did I fake it? No, Did the you thank me? you, the sincere moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're growing. I'm trying. It's, it's you know, it's, a, it's an everyday struggle. Mm-hmm. But I do my best. <laughs> so have you guys done improv together before on the same? No. We, we've been on the same shows. But we've never performed together. Okay. Yeah. We're on, we're on different teams. You're on multiple teams, right? Yeah. Um, in the Buff and Figment. And then once in a while, Kat Brown and I do um, Jumpsuit, which Damn. is a lot of fun. I, how do you go about joining another team? Because my team's falling apart. And yeah. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out a way to get out there and still be able to perform a oh, lot. I sensed that a little at your last show. There were some, not that like you guys were, <laughs> you guys were great, but falling there was apart. some, um, the, the namesake, yeah. I think, had recently left, uh-huh. I guess. So there was yeah. a little... Um, and now another person's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is awkward because like the joke is kind of like, it's your, like which one's your side piece. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I got lucky. <laughs> yeah. I just, like looked into it, but yeah. I think it's like just going to the jams maybe and finding other people mm. to play with. Nice. It's probably a good one. Taking classes and stuff maybe. Yeah. But you're in classes, aren't you? Um, not anymore. Okay, I, didn't, I did I a couple. Seem like I'm like stalking you at the moment. I was like, <laughs> I love your stand-up. Your your class show was great. <laughs> I that's great. I'm happy that you think it's good. Yeah. I, I like when other like people that I think are talented also think I'm talented because it's like, well, I trust this person because they are talented. I'm gonna assume you're inferring me. So yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you and your team. You guys are great. Yeah. Thank you. And I and yeah, I see that you're super. I know it's gonna sound like I'm like super stalkery too, but I yeah. see that you're very involved. Like you're you were you working at the finest city yeah i do work study and yeah. that's because then you can pay for classes that way great i yeah. did not know that but i should start doing yeah, that exactly <laughs> yeah that's, i say i earn my keep cool yeah and i started taking the I, I was doing a couple of the cornerstone workshops oh yeah i, I just did one with julius and it was so great it yeah. was amazing yeah so i did fun. i did uh i did one with matt sheelan and one with uh nikki oh, cool. yeah yeah so those are cool so if anybody wants to check out some improv uh, yeah. cornerstone improv great stuff and anybody that hasn't done improv yet, definitely try it sometime. <laughs> would you ever do it? <laughs> yeah, I would. The thing is, um, him and I were initially talking about doing it. Like, we were never going to do it together because he didn't want to take a class with me when he first started. Because he doesn't <laughs> want to. Like, I, Which I totally get. He wanted nobody there who knew him okay. sort of thing. Um, but we were talking about it around the same time. And for whatever reason, he did it and I didn't. Like, I've taken acting yeah. classes before oh, yeah. and stuff. But... Um, now it's been so long and we both struggle from the same thing like i have a hard time letting myself look ridiculous right. yes so i like that is my big mental block yeah. with it i still fall into it like and i think it really does like come down to your team or the people that you're playing with and building that com- like comfort with them because i also like in a show last night i caught myself where i was just like standing there because i was like i feel stupid yeah but yeah. then it's like when you get past that then you're like oh that's nice i just acted like a goofball and like people laughed so <laughs> yeah it, it happens where you still I, I definitely still haven't gotten completely out of my weird hang-ups about failing uh but 
eh, I don't know. I feel like it's more so like when I'm performing on a show, I don't really feel any pressure anymore, whether it's stand-up or improv. But if I'm like in a class, like when I did that workshop recently, there was a lot of like, oh, shoot, we're doing something very different that I'm not used to. And I have to like do it in front of people that have never seen me before. And yeah. now I feel really intimidated. And it's like that kind of like, oof, uh, that weird feeling. And the whole point of the class that I took was to like trust yourself and do all this stuff where it's like you are good at improv and just trust yourself it's like i don't trust myself right now this is really uncomfortable yeah i just get really afraid of that one exercise that you and jake told me about and i don't think that i could do it which so, one uh it's the one where it's like there's like love fear hate like like i don't know and it's, then i think it was more of an old town thing oh okay. yeah you mirror that or like some like david would be love and I would be fear. It's like you feel an emotion and then you try to intensify the emotion as you get closer and closer to each other. Oh, okay. So like yeah. he would be showing me like, like being like, oh, I love you. And yeah. like, I would have to be like really afraid of him and you just like start really subtle and then get like, well, gradually. hopefully it would be that exact dynamic that played out because that was, <laughs> but it's like something similar to that. And my friend Jake was like, oh, I didn't think that I could do it. But as it, the exercise went on, I was like literally like he was like I was basically convulsing with fear like I was so scared and oh, David had a similar experience where he like actually started to feel the feeling that he was supposed to be portraying yeah. that I just don't feel like that would happen like okay. if somebody was like you need to intensify love this is one exercise of, but you could have skipped that class if you know <laughs> it's I, coming just be I like know? I won't show up that how day how would I know it's coming like ooh actually gotta go oh man <laughs> Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. If either I, I still can't play Hotspot. Like that game makes me so uncomfortable. That game that? does not. It's seem the one where you sing, where like you have to like sing in the middle of a circle, and then everybody's like like tags you out. Yeah, I actually love that one, and I'm a terrible <laughs> singer, so I don't think anyone loves playing with me. But I love it. That does not seem bad to me. Yeah, I just freeze up and I can't and I can't do any. I'm like, oh, I'm, like can't I, you even I can't. just be like, like row, row, row to your boat? <laughs> you think it'd be that simple, but when you're in that situation, it's like it's different. <laughs> okay well, well i guess we have very different hangups about I guess like so, yours yeah. is emotional and like yeah intense just, well i <laughs> he also doesn't want to sing in a circle that's i think it makes sense though because i always wanted to be an actress but i don't feel like i'm very good at it okay. so my hang-up is like i can't actually get into this exercise where i have to act properly or like feel this thing where i have to portray this emotion yeah. so i'm like i don't want to do that but i think it's sometimes even funnier when it's like not well done quote well done yeah i think like there's beauty in that as well yeah but, i mean I, I i they say improv is like a cult and i'm perfect example of it because i'm like <laughs> do it everyone should do it I, me. yeah i think for the most part i would probably love it it's just i think if you guys never told me about that one thing <laughs> honestly uh but I mean, I, she's yeah I've she's never she's seen never it. done it yeah. never done so it. I'll just take all the classes you took <laughs> <I guess. laughs> yeah <laughs> I think you probably wouldn't even run into it at this point okay yeah so so we just gave advice yeah is that so that's what the podcast does yeah we can <laughs> end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> stop right now <laughs> well I mean also we usually start off with like uh, for you is there any um, kind of like uh, like life view or good advice that you feel like you like to carry on or you feel like people should know about or is there anything out there that you've been thinking uh, about a lot lately that you feel like people should take out into the world? Oh, that's a hard one. And I wish I, I wish I had something like profound to say right now, <laughs> but I think, and this isn't a life lesson at all. It's just like realization, something that I've been 
like aware of is I feel like we are told life lessons from the time we're kids of like one day you turn into your parents or like don't be afraid to take risks and all these cliches and then as you get older you like realize them on your own and you're like how I've how have I been told this my entire life and yet it never made sense until this moment or like how am I still turning into my parents even though I've been trying really hard not to (laughs) it's like all of these inevitable things that like we rediscover even though like every human being has already discovered it and told us about it Mm. that's not advice at all no, no but it may it's understandable because i think sometimes you talk to somebody that's like much younger than you yeah. and you're just like do you don't even know what you're getting yourself into right now like it's but people told you the same thing right. when you were that age and exactly. it's just like you just it's just like constantly you're right. just constantly going through so it we should just stop telling people just be like you'll figure it out it's fine <laughs> just do whatever that is how i feel though like whenever somebody is going through something i'm like you can't t- because from experience you know like no matter what anybody tells you, you just have to figure yeah. it out yourself. Yeah. I always think of it as the difference between feeling something and knowing something. Like I'm a very rational person. I love figuring stuff out. I can figure it out. But until like my heart gets on board, like it makes no sense. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I'm the exact same way. I'm very logical and yeah. I'm very rational. But sometimes I'm like, I know that, but I just, I just don't feel it yeah. right now. So yeah. 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 I think it is sometimes different when, you know somebody that is in this extremely similar situation that you were and they are also very much like you. Like I felt like I was able to help out a lot with one of my like young coworkers uh, because I literally, we were the ex- I was exactly the same way that he was at that age. And yeah. so I was able to be like, dude, I know exactly what you're thinking or what you're going through right now and, and give him something that he was like, oh yeah, that's definitely what's going on because I actually understood what was happening with him. And so I think he was able to relate more and listen more for that reason and to take my advice for that because we were so similar to each other. Uh, so you're like leading the way. Yeah, I was like, I know, I've been in that place. Yeah. I know how that mind is working at this moment. And <laughs> it, I was right about it, but I wouldn't necessarily go about that way of being with everybody that I interact with because I'm, I don't know everybody's experience. I just happen yeah. to be very similar to this person. We were talking on the last episode and I couldn't really think of anything, but do you feel like there's like commonly given advice that you feel like is very bad? I don't know. Oh God. And later today I'm going to think of something and be like, that was, that was your moment, Tina. (laughs) Um, But I think one of the things I hate that people say to people is if it's meant to be like, because in that moment when you're sad about something like that means like jack shit. You're yeah. like, I don't, I don't care if it's meant to be or not. Like, yeah. I feel like it's such a dismissive thing. So I think any advice that's not actually advice, but is just dismissive of the person and what they're feeling is bullshit. I also do feel like that is very bad advice actually, because it could go like, I feel like you're maybe implying that like about like relationships or stuff like that. Or yeah, just like anything, but that's or often, just like yeah. a job or like yeah. something, but it's like, no, like it's not necessarily meant to be like you have to work at stuff. Right. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, I do think that's yeah. actually bad advice. Yeah. I thought about from this episode to now is I think bad advice is when people tell you like if somebody's picking on you to oh, ignore yes. it, I don't think that's good advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well that also uh, uh, to the whole thing about something being meant to be, I mean, that's also like, I, I, I don't like that word in general. It's like something something should be or something's right. meant to be a certain way it's like i don't think there's any like, nothing's meant to be any way right there's and not it's not like some 
I mean, I, this is going back to the religion thing we were talking about earlier, but nobody's like making something have to be one way. Well, but right. also, how do you know? I mean, unless you die, yeah. your <laughs> life is going to go on and you're going to end up somewhere. And like, we're very like so um, adaptable beings. And there's these studies too that, and I can't think of them, but they talk about how no matter what, we can justify things. So however it works, like we'll be okay with it and we'll justify that it, it was the right choice or the right thing to happen. Yeah. So it's kind of like we choose what's meant to be. Yeah. Like we rationalize it, which is, which is kind of badass when you think about it, but we just get stuck in fear. No, thank God. Because I mean, if we didn't have those coping mechanisms, (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah. If you can't convince yourself that whatever happened was supposed to happen. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, odds are you probably would have been a lot happier if the the thing you wanted to happen. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a good point, I guess. Do you want to jump into this? Sure. Okay. So zero waste is a big part of my family's lifestyle. How do I navigate events like a birthday party at a friend's house where she is serving cake with plastic utensils and plates? My family brings our own reusable silverware and containers wherever we go. Ice cream shops, (laughs) grocery stores, picnics, etc. Hopefully, small efforts like this will amount to huge impact eventually. We do these things with joy, not with judgment. What's your take? Is it rude to bring our own silverware slash plates, etc. to friends' houses? Many thanks. How do you find the people the most obnoxious people Me? <laughs> asking questions like I'm just curious because it seems like I write all of them <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that seems really weird to me it's very extreme I I think it's so admirable like I would love to be that human yeah but there's like I don't fully even believe it like yeah I know how I do think it's rude though do you? I do think it's to rude. bring your own yes. things to a birthday party. Because <laughs> yeah, even if yeah, even if your intention is not judgment and yeah. your intention yeah. is good, it's going to make them feel judged uh-huh. and it's going to make them feel weird and shitty. And that person already has all of the paper plates and all of the plastic, <laughs> yeah. so you're not. I mean, granted, I guess they'll have to buy it three more forks sooner if they use them on you again. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just like I don't think that amount, like that small amount of waste. Yeah, in I that mean, everything's going to accumulate, but you can't just show up to somebody's birthday with your own plates and forks. It does read very judgy. It, yeah. it comes off super bad. I think it comes off super bad. I think if you're going to do that, you're going to have to say like you and your family have OCD or yeah. something. But also like how many birthday parties are they invited to? Like I can't tell you the last party like, I was invited well, to. Well, I also <laughs> feel like they suck and yeah. they're probably not fun people. So who is inviting after, them to this Yeah, after parties? one time of showing up with your own plate, yeah. you're not getting invited to a party again. Yeah. I do think it, I'm going to go back to admirable though. Like it that's great that they are really that like dedicated. But I think each of the family members, like yeah. it's a family of 5, each of them in secret are doing something like like one of them is using paper plates every day <laughs> yeah, or something else. Yeah. One of them blows their nose and they're just like, Oh God, tissue. No, no, my mom would be so ashamed. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's just so hard when you have a belief like that, that really, yeah. Cause like, I agree we, with you like, that it is, is kind of, Oh, yeah. are we allowed to curse? I'm so sorry. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the earth is encouraged. Fucked. I would say. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yes, I just don't know that this small family is unfucking it by bringing paper plates. Yeah, they're, they're definitely not. Or not. I can't even think of the yeah. reusable plates. There uh-huh. we go. It is nice that the, I mean, I. It's nice to do what you can, but I guess you just have to ask yourself: Is it more important to you? 
to do this or is it more important to you to like salvage these relationships yeah. with people? I kind of agree that if you are going to be that person, you have to tell your friend like, Hey, yes. this is like a weird thing about me, but I really like need my own things. Yeah. Or <laughs> something like that. Cause then or why don't they just offer to bring plates to the party? Yeah. <laughs> why don't they <laughs> for everyone? They should, I guess bring never a mind. big stack of yeah. like glass plates that you're yeah. going to wash yourself afterwards. <laughs> that way you guarantee that there's not going to be any waste. Yeah, no. and then you're like leaning into the rude. Like you're not just a little rude. Then you're like <laughs> just owning it. Or I'm sure they have like paper plates and f- plastic forks and stuff that are like, they do, that are like compost and stuff yeah. that are not harmful to Expensive, the environment. Yeah. But yeah, well? it's, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Seventh generation. Repurpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're out there. So you should offer to buy those for the party. Yeah, they have those those containers that you can eat. Oh, no. gross. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. I just don't feel like it that sounds, would... It's weird, yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Sorry, I don't have my next question ready. Yeah, I was joking about the OCD thing. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> to fake OCD to <laughs> bring your own. <laughs> I feel like that would be less weird than saying... Oh, it would. That, that's what I'm saying, 100%. Like, yeah. people would be like, oh, well, they have... Yeah. 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 My mom has OCD, though. So. Uh, does she bring her own plates to places? No, she's not that bad. But she'll, like... Um, if we go to restaurants and stuff and she touches the menu, she has to like wash her hands after. Mm. Um, she can be weird about other people's houses, but yeah. it's more like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, if, if, if you, you can't you help it. Do you inherit any of that? Um, n- <laughs> this is my desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. It's very messy. <laughs> Not in that sense, but I feel like I have been really neurotic about things lately to where like I'll drop some dog food on the floor and part of me is like, I can't leave it. Like, I feel this very strong urge. Like, if I leave it, something bad's going to happen. Oh, wow. And I feel like that's starting to happen. Because I know that's what she thinks. Like, if I okay. don't wash my hands, like, she feels this, like, sense of, like, right. anxiety that, like, something's going to happen. And so I'm trying to actively, like, because f- it's just, like, in little instances that it's been happening to me lately. And I'm trying to fight against it because I don't want it to turn into a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see little hints of it now. Yeah. It's just been happening within the past couple months, though. Yeah. Turning into your parent. <laughs> yeah, see, it's another. <laughs> but it's not with like it's not with clean. Like she washes her hands like a hundred times a day. Like I'm not like that. Yeah. But yeah. it's just different little. Well, was she like at your age? Was she LCD like that? I don't think so. I think it actually got bad for her once she got pregnant. Okay. And she felt like everything had to be clean. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have an older sister, so it's her fault. Yeah. Well, then you doubled down on it and made her extra OCD. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Okay. This one's very simple, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, How can a person develop their own individual style in music, in fashion, in art, etc.? Oh, my God. Don't ask me. (laughs) I feel like I have zero style. Really? Yeah. I love your outfit. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I don't know. I like people will be like, oh, I feel like you could pull that off. Like that's your style. And I'm like, I don't think that I wear anything a particular like, I don't know. I don't think that I have a style. Like sometimes I look cute. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how you develop your own style. What what about in other things though? You don't think there's a anything else that you feel like you can develop your own style in? I feel like you just are sort of the like, I feel like that's that person who we were like, get yourself some opinions. Have you like, do they not already have a developed personality? Like maybe they just don't feel it's unique enough or maybe too similar to other people's. So I, I, I got this one. Okay. okay. Um, Good. <laughs> well, I do think that some people are just kind of like born with it and can like sense like what calls to them and seem to like have this coherent style. But in terms of fashion, um, this is, 
the lame response, but Pinterest, like go on Pinterest and discover. But there's also things called like um, Stitch Fix where oh, you yeah. get a personal stylist and they send you five items each month and you can see what you like and they kind of help you discover your personal style. But also like the idea that anything's going to be individual and unique. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. unrealistic. Right. I yeah. actually feel really bad because I did that once. Stitch Fix? Well, yeah. So I was like, oh, this is cool. And because yeah. sort of the same thing, I'm like, I want to start to wear things that I wouldn't normally. Exactly. I'm terrible yeah. at putting together an outfit. Okay. Like I see things on other people and I feel like I know what's cute, but when it, like, I just am not good at styling things. So I was like, I'm going to do Stitch Fix. That seems cool. So I filled out the whole questionnaire yeah. that they had. And then I like went back and forth with this girl for a long time, like the stylist yeah. that they assigned you. And I just wasted all of her time because she <laughs> sent me a bunch of like <laughs> suggestions and I was like no and then I just didn't email her maybe that person (laughs) just goes the right fit for you but I mean you know it's her job so I guess I mean she's getting paid to do it but yeah Yeah. I felt bad it was a waste of my time too I guess yeah and I didn't get paid to do it so yeah well I think as far as like creative things go um uh, a lot of that comes with like work and observation so when you're new at something you just have to copy other people and see what works because you're not good at it yet. You can't just bust into the thing and just be like, I'm going to try it different because you're not going to learn well like that. You have to follow the rules of like whatever thing that you're learning when you're just getting into it. Otherwise, you're not going to get better at it. But I think as time goes on, you start to develop some skill. That is when you can start experimenting and moving things around. And like in, like in stand-up, I dev- never wanted to do the same stuff other people did but that required a lot of observation to be like oh it seems like a lot of people are doing this thing and I don't really like it so I need to try to figure out a way to do it slightly different than that or find a way to not have to be that way so if you're being attentive and you're noticing trends and you're getting better at the same time then you can start to be like oh I this is not a thing I want to do so I'm going to try this other thing instead and if that works for you then that will be your own unique thing you'll be unique just by not doing the thing that other people are doing that was like, really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I felt like, like one thing that really annoyed me is like when I started, every older comic that had, uh, that was married always made jokes about how awful their wife was. Oh, I know. I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah. And like, that, that was so annoying to me. I was like, this is the same joke about how you never have sex <laughs> that every fucking married comic does. Like, and, and every like every husband everybody in the world, ever, like, like yeah. an old ball and chain, yeah. they just <laughs> nag me like so much. Like sitcoms, movies, stand yeah. up, like just have a different perspective on it. Like it couldn't possibly be funny not to hate your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's absurd. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, that's one of those things where it's like yeah, you notice the trend and you say, well, that's the thing that seems like it's already pretty worn out, so I might try something different then. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good way to go about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wording was interesting too because it's like I mean, I'm using this in the abstract sense, but like trying things on, but like really it should be what speaks to someone or what they enjoy because I don't know that anybody really sits there and is like, I would describe my aesthetic or no, people do. But yeah. I think the people like the people whose fashion I admire yeah. or like tastes I admire aren't like, I would describe myself as X, Y, Z or like, it's just kind of like, and especially that stuff should all be fun. Like, what do you just like? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't worry about being unique about something because yeah. then you're trying too hard. Yeah. 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 You can't try too hard. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be a level of, of trying and a level of not trying. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, pretend like you kind of don't like 
it on the inside. Yeah. You have to love it because otherwise people can sense it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, this we are funny. solving so many people's problems. I this know. is exciting. We're changing lives. Yeah. You're doing. You're doing God's work. Um, okay. I have really nice neighbors, and we are always pleasant to each other. We put up a large above-ground pool in our backyard, and they put up a trampoline. I would like to enjoy our pool. How do I put this delicately without tan lines? I do not want to offend them or expose myself to their teenage son when he's <laughs> jumping on their trampoline. Is there a tactful way to ask them to move their trampoline since there is no other way to stay discreet in my own backyard. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty straightforward thing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like it has to be that weird. <laughs> it's like, hey, but I, I kind of want to do this and I don't want your kids to see me. So, I mean, I feel like you as a parent would be like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's like, oh yeah, I don't want them to do that. So I will move the trampoline. It seems like a pretty, yeah. pretty easy it's you know. so interesting how like how can I put this delicately? I don't want tan lines. She wants to be naked. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah you you want to you want to tan yeah. the nude? In tell your, your neighbors. Own house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would. I feel like I would talk to them and I would be like, I have no right to ask you to move anything in your own backyard, but just like I'm gonna be in my yeah. pool naked because it's my house. So giving yeah. you a warning if you want to do that. If not, then whatever. But I'm I, telling you now, that's what's going to happen. I'm so curious how old this, like the neighbor's son is, because that just sounds like also it could go terribly. Like, oh, so she's standing naked. That also sounds like it doesn't matter if they move the trampoline. If there's like a kid next door that if knows there's a, there's a naked boy, girl <laughs> next door, he's going to find a way yeah. to get a look at that. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny, funny because I, uh, I don't usually read the advice that the columnist give to them because I don't want it to influence what I say but I've, I read this one and it was so horrible this was bad advice her advice was like oh well uh, they have swimsuits that don't cause tan lines no. and also uh, sunbathing causes cancer so maybe <gasps> you should just suck it up and like sort of thing like damn I'm like, no be it's naked like, it's yeah, your right? you pay to live there that's your house yeah. be naked where she you want to like, be naked yeah body shamed her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like nudity is bad yeah. if somebody can see you you need to hide that even in your own home what yeah. put on your puritan dress and get back in the kitchen <laughs> the fact that you should be swimming in pantaloons <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy is that everything you have to worry about like do you guys have like a house that where you're like visible to your neighbors if someone had a trampoline, maybe. <laughs> I don't, it depends how high they were. It is such a specific, like, <laughs> series of events that because led Because they have an above ground yeah. pool. Yeah. And they have a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I have been, like, so my neighbor has a balcony that will, like, look into my living room. And I have been, like, naked in my living room with the blinds open. And then be like, oh, shit, they're yes. on their balcony. And... In that case, like, I mean, but, and then I'll like be like, I should put some clothes on, but that's more like, I'm not trying to like have a nice time tanning in my backyard, like at my pool. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, whoop, whoops yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. The way I live in like a little, I call it my shoe box. It's a really small studio and, but all of the apartments like look face inward to each other. Um, and without realizing it, when I first moved in, I was going to the bathroom with my door open because I live by myself. And I was like sitting there and I look up and I have a full length mirror that's just placed perfectly. So it's reflecting my image of me on the toilet, like to my neighbors, <laughs> like through the wind, like, cause I was like, I can see them. So that means <laughs> they can see me. That's really hilarious. Yeah. 
So I um, have since started closing the door. Yeah. I also have very little shame about stuff like that. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I'm not trying to get people to see me naked. But if somebody does, I'm not going to, it's not going to devastate me. Like, yeah. I'm no. not like, See, oh. I'm the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoops, that, yikes. I would have rather that not happen, but I'm not going to beat myself. Yeah. Like, I could, I really don't care. So you would hate this, like, this situation. Or you oh. wouldn't even be thinking about tanning naked, though. No, I wouldn't. Oh. No. Uh, David, I feel like David is never nude. He probably bathes in <laughs> jean shorts <laughs> like Tobias. You're getting, you're getting skinnier, though, now. So. That's true. <laughs> so I guess I got to show it off. off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not ever like uh, walking around my house naked or anything like that, so regardless of who's home. W- could you ever go to a nude beach or something like that? Maybe as like for moral support, <laughs> but, but I'm not gonna <laughs> participate. You could never be naked in a nude beach. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, that's very funny. I don't feel like I'm like an exhibitionist, but if I'm at a place where it's like expected and in, like and other people are, then I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm fucking care if other people do it. I'm just yeah. like personally like, I'm like oh, no, that's great. Like cover Good for up. you. Yeah, yeah. So put that dick away. Nobody. I know. I just right want now. you. I want you to know that nobody cares what your body looks like as much as you do. Aww. Oh, I know that, but <laughs> I care. <laughs> so that's the thing I can't get over. I yeah. always just tell myself like it's my, my own mental friend hang-ups. refuses to get a pap smear. No, no, no. That, I'm like actually very worried for your friend right now. That oh, is so unhealthy. she's like got a lot. She's like, no, not she's got a lot, but I'm like, she's going to die probably. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's she just won't go to the doctor ever for <gasps> anything. Um, but she is like horrified of like, she doesn't want a doctor to look at her vagina. Oh no. And I feel like this is my thing about being naked. I'm like, they have seen so much yeah. worse. They don't care what your vagina looks like. I'm like, any doctor could look at my vagina. Like an ear doctor could look yeah. at my vagina. <laughs> I don't care. Like, they don't care what your vagina yeah. looks like. I do this thing sometimes where I go online and there's websites that, like, women just send photos of their breasts or of their vaginas to. And you can see, like, all the different types. And you're like, that thing you feel insecure about. You're like, oh, there is so much going That's on. That's really nice. Can you tell me what it is so I can give it to her? Yes. So I don't sh- remember just, like, Google it. And just, like, I mean, obviously. Actually, she should just Google yes. vaginas. Exactly. And I don't feel like that would help. I don't. I couldn't like no. Google dicks and just be like, oh, I feel so much better now. I really? <laughs> I think you. I don't know. Maybe try it. Because try I do it? think she has like insecurities with like uh, people have oh, insecurities okay. about what they look like yes. and they think it's like not normal or it's weird and it's like it's not right. And especially, I mean, I'm gonna like pull out my feminist card now, but especially as women, because like we have so Pull much pressure out, yeah, put on totally. like put on us in terms of what our bodies look like and then we don't see each other naked i think at like at all even in the locker room people are like hiding and it's like just get the titties out yeah <laughs> like walk around and then like the perfect images that we're assaulted with all the time like i don't blame women for not wanting to show someone their vagina right yeah for sure but she needs to get a pap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to not get cancer so yeah <laughs> That's I good think advice. she thinks if she doesn't know around. that she has it, that it doesn't count. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's the way that works. I don't think it works <laughs> that way either, but I don't think she would care if she died either. So it doesn't. Oh, <laughs> my God. This podcast <laughs> got dark right now. Jesus. All this positivity about like, oh, being happy with your body. Yeah. You should be happy with your body. You should go to the doctor. I agree. There you go. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So this one says... Uh, uh, my husband and I have been married for almost four years. He cheated on me before, 
Uh, we were married and I left him. Then I agreed to forgive him and we decided to start our relationship fresh and get married. Uh, I just gave birth to our daughter a little over two months ago. I recently found out, uh, uh, found his Facebook page open, so I clicked nope, around and found that he had... I don't want to hear any more. I already looked really upset for yeah. her. Uh. Found out that he had about 10 strippers as friends and uh. was messaging girls from 2010 and on. We've been married since 2010. He was uh, asking strippers when, when they worked. He told one girl that... We were separated, which we definitely were not, telling them he wanted to go out with them to dinner, movies, etc. Uh, I confronted him about it, and he said it was like a, like, it was like porn for him, that he never acted on anything, and it was harmless. He also got very pissed off that I invaded his privacy. Please help me. I have a daughter with this man, and nope. I love him <laughs> with all my heart. Is there something mentally wrong with him? Am yes. I <laughs> Well, Am but I you just know a complete what? idiot? If it's meant for to be, <laughs> <laughs> it'll work. <laughs> Am I just a complete idiot for believing he will stop? Uh, just saying the whole thing makes me feel like a fool. Okay, oh, she's not breaking. a complete idiot. No, but there is something wrong with him yeah. because that sort of behavior, I think, is like indicative of um, like a sexual addiction. Yes, I was just gonna say, baby boy needs slay, like sex and love addicts anonymous. Yeah. And I do believe that it's, pro I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's not acting on it because I think he might be, but oh, like, he absolutely is. but it, prob it probably is like porn to yeah. him. Like yeah. he's doing it because it's some, like he needs that female attention. Yeah. And like, it's so clear by the fact that he's getting mad and trying to turn it around on her for invading his privacy. Yeah. That it's gaslighting one one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ugh. I don't know. It's hard. Um, it's hard because, it, okay, so it, let's say he does have a, he, a sex addiction and we want to say that that's a sickness. Then does she stick by him and try right. and help him with that? or Especially since this was already something that was addressed and supposed to change. Like there's this, um, she's a psychologist and she specializes in therapy for people who, couples where there's been an affair. Her name is Esther Perel and she's amazing. Like she has great podcasts and like you can rebound from it. And I completely believe that, but it doesn't sound like he ever wanted to. Right. Um, and it's like, okay, I know some people even have problems with their significant others looking at porn, which I don't, but. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> but this is not this is not like porn because you're actually interacting with these women in a way that is cheating. And so if he were willing to accept that it was a problem, then I think it would be fine to move forward and try and fix things. If he wanted to like get help and see, but you would have to actually make real goals towards trying to change yeah, it. Yeah. But if yeah. he's just telling you like, Oh baby, like, <laughs> sorry, just, I'm going to keep talking to the, they're just strippers, yeah. you know, uh, I, d I still don't think you're an idiot for thinking that he'll change, but he's not going to if he doesn't actually seek help. And even then... It's going to be still, yeah, Yeah, long even road. then it's, like, not a guarantee. Yeah. It's so sad they have a kid. Did she say how old the kid was? It, she didn't months. specify. Oh, she yeah. said she had it two months ago. Yeah, so... So sad. Newborn. And it's that has brain. to feel so insecure because you probably feel not attractive at all around that yeah. time. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. What's your opinion as a man, David? Um, I mean, definitely not good. Like, this is a totally bad situation. She sucks for looking at his Facebook, <laughs> right? What a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No wonder he cheats on her. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like that something like that is so minimal compared to all the shit that he's doing. And he left yeah. it open. She didn't... I mean, maybe she's just saying that to kind of... But it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't regardless. Matter. Yeah. yeah. I feel like one thing is, I mean... 
her thing is like, okay, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. But his thing is like, oh yeah, I fucked up big time. Oh yeah, yeah like I continually <laughs> doing something that's and habitually cheat yes. since 2010. Um, yeah, and like actively seek it out and with, with, not that there's anything wrong with being a stripper at all, but it's like you're you're purely looking for these like debasing like sexual interactions with people. So... Yeah. yeah, not a good situation. I and mean, my advice to him is like, be smarter though. If you're <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you left your Facebook open? Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah, create a fake account. <laughs> Let's tell him how to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> tell him how to cheat better. Come on. Okay. Step so up you just have game. like a really like whis- like whisper on this part of the podcast. Just like yeah. Subliminal messaging on how to cheat on your partner. <laughs> also, I'm wondering like how the relationship be- is besides this whole yeah. thing. Like, is everything good besides this? Or is it just like, I don't know. Like, is th- is it worth it? Like, what is happening here? Like, how is he doing, like, as a father and as a husband besides the whole... Uh, if that's, like, the one issue, then maybe you guys can get over it and you can try right. to figure out a way to help each other and grow from it or whatever. But if, if this is just one thing on top of several other things, it's yeah. probably not a good sign. But he has to be, like, willing to acknowledge her feelings and, right. like acknowledge the fact that like he's hurting her and it's not cool so i don't know if he can't do that then yeah yeah you gotta get at at least to that point yeah but also god i mean for her to leave her husband with a two-month-old baby would be so hard it'd be very difficult but also like what are you gonna just like suffer through it because you're right the kid's gonna feel that yeah like growing up in that household Mm mm-hmm with a dad that's like just like fuck well if you have like i picture he's like unemployed and just on facebook all day and like porn in one like monitor and like facebooking like women in the other monitor yeah like what what is his view about women yeah and they have a daughter good catch like how does he like is that a healthy environment for him to be raising a daughter in um no. Something tells me he doesn't like really respect these strippers. No, no, no. I didn't, no, no. I bet you he associates women who have like sex and like sexual yes. careers as like yeah. slutty. Yep. And not worthy of respect. And so mm-hmm. to him, he's like, this doesn't even matter. It's yeah. like, it's not even like you're completely separate from that. Like these aren't even people really yeah. Yeah. sort of thing. So like, why would this, if it's like porn, it's like, yeah, they're it's not real. Consequential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact that I'm actually talking to them. Yeah, they're on literally Facebook. nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure he has really horrible views on women. Yeah. That he probably can't help. And it leads me to believe that other aspects of their relationship likely aren't great, but this is the easiest one for her to focus on. Yeah. Because it's a giant red flag versus probably the other like more insidious things. Yeah. That the more he, subtle like, things that expects her to do the dishes. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, God. I feel so bad for her. Though. Yeah. That's so hard. It's difficult. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's our advice. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I work for a medium-sized national nonprofit. Recently, I attended and presented at a conference in Las Vegas on behalf of my organization, during which, on an off evening, I tried my hand at blackjack and ended up winning 2500 I mentioned this excitedly to one of my colleagues back in the office, and we had a good laugh about it. Well, my manager overheard and asked after a meeting during which she said that the right thing to do would be to donate my winnings back to the organization since I was in Vegas on my work's time. I was taken aback and I didn't really know what to say. I ended up saying, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Thanks for mentioning, but I didn't actually say yes or no. So there is there some unspoken rule here? Yes, I was traveling on my organization's dime, but I gambled with my personal money. Am I ob- uh, obliged to make a donation? Fuck that. <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
just because you're traveling on your work time, you had to go to this thing for your work. Mm-hmm. You it, even if you were gambling during work, it was your own money. But regardless, this person was off. Yeah. So it would be the same as if you went to work that day in your city. Yeah. And then went home at night and get. I mean, they're not working just because they're. Or you cl- yeah, or you just like find fifty dollars outside of your work's <laughs> office, <laughs> and yeah. just like oh yeah, I should yeah. donate this because they found it at work. Yeah. yeah, just because you're at a conference doesn't mean you're on call twenty four. So I mean, right. it's just so ridiculous. And the person works for a nonprofit, so odds are their salary's under what it would be at a for profit. So that money just really helps even it out. <laughs> yeah, I could understand if they had like a stipend for the trip and they yes. used that money to gamble. And then, but even then, I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have said anything <laughs> about it. And then yeah. But um, yeah, if it's your own money, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. That yeah. is so crazy to that's me. That's crazy. That sounds like some fucking shitty boss thing to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Like sometimes like you'll have a person above you that says some crazy shit. You're like, dude, I'm not fucking doing that. Like, <laughs> who do you think I am? You don't pay me enough for this shit. Like, it's no, not. I'd be like, well, then I need a raise because I really need this money to pay off my credit card or yes. something. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. I, I want to follow up with each of these people and be like, I what know. did you do? We, always, we always do. I, I we wish. always assume most of them are dead. What? <laughs> I think some of them are. <laughs> some of them are dead? <laughs> Maybe. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Some of them like really like abusive <laughs> partners oh, and no. like really bad. Okay. <laughs> There was one in particular where she really didn't know if she should leave her husband. And I was like, it seems like just bad news, whatever you try to do. <laughs> yeah, that's just us being morbid. Yeah, <laughs> some, like, some of them probably died. I was legitimately scared for that girl. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really scared for this last one with the fucking stripper. Yeah, husband. that one makes me sad. But It makes me sad, but I don't get like, uh, it doesn't seem like he's, I don't know. I don't pick up that he's like violent or yeah. anything. I mean, so in junior high, I was. healthy views about women. I was the He's a guy. I mean, it's oh, a bad combination. Oh, and you're leaving me sort of thing? Yeah. Okay, maybe. Um, this is a tangent, but in junior high, it was the equivalent of like Dear Abby for our school paper. It was Dear Nikki, but we didn't get a lot of submissions, so I had to make up a lot of them. And then We've the talked about yeah. that before, so that's so so funny. For these really extreme ones, I'd like to think that it was made up. They're like, you know what? We need a little more wow factor this week. Yeah. So let's put someone in a dire situation. That's very possible. I always feel like if I... like. I've seen like when I'm scrolling through Google to try to find advice column questions, I'll see like super absurd ones like on like dig or something like that. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not even going to go to that. Cause I, I don't even, like, it just seems so crazy. There's no way I even have anything to say about it. Like there's, I just don't even believe the situation is too absurd. Yeah. yeah. I cannot believe we haven't had the same question yet. That's very surprising also. Yeah. But I'm because I look at Dig a lot too. Oh, do you? I, I get a lot of my questions from there. Oh well, then I just completely avoid it. So that's probably why we haven't oh, cool. come up with the same questions. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. It's your turn. I'm out of questions. Do you have oh, any you more? Are? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Do you want to read it and pretend it's yours? <laughs> no, it's too late. Okay. Um, this is my last one. But I work in an open office and recently moved my desk to a prime workspace with two windows. There's a cubicle directly in front of me and a cubicle adjacent to me. I usually keep the blinds closed because of the glare on my computer screens. However, when I return to the office from a telework day, the window blinds are open. I suspect that one of my neighbors comes into my workspace whenever I'm away to open them. I would not go into someone's home and open their window blinds, so I find this behavior irritating and petty. What is your recommendation on how to handle this annoying issue? 
shut the blinds when you get back to your yeah. space. It doesn't seem like it's that much of an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, this is not your home. Your cubicle, <laughs> your cubicle is not your. You do you do not pay rent to like that is the company's workspace, and like God forbid that your coworkers want to see some sunlight right. while they work, and like it's enough that they respect your decision to keep the blinds closed while you're there and yeah. work in darkness. Yeah, so. I feel like everybody who wrote questions today, I'm like, you're the you're the annoying one. Well, <laughs> so, except for that last. The, the oh one yeah, I just yeah. Asked, so. <laughs> the gambler and uh, the poor woman with the cheating husband. Yeah, but this one, yeah, like, how much time is she, or is it she or he? Does it's, it's, just, I don't know. Uh, how much time are they, like, spending to open the blinds back up? Like, yeah, I could understand if they're like, and I could tell they rifled through my stuff yes, or something. Yeah. I mean, I guess like it, I guess it would seem more like passive aggressive if like she was at her computer, went to go get some coffee, yes. and came back, and the wind, the the blinds were open. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like that's the situation. Yeah, if it bought, first of all, you're a brat because you took this prime window spot, but yeah. you don't want to have the blinds open. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're taking that away from everyone else. Yeah. And then you're pissed that when you're not even there for an extended period of time. They deem to want to have it open. Like if it bothers you that much, then move. Right. Move where you sit. Mm-hmm. Go find a closet. Yeah. <laughs> or like shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's I like I hate this person. I don't know why it's making me so mad, but it's just it's just so ridiculous yeah. that they think they're so right that they actually wrote into a person about it. And it's like, how can I stop my coworkers from being so annoying? Yeah. It's like, what? You're annoying. The entitlement yeah, of the it. The level of like, yeah, just not self-awareness no. about it. Is yeah. Really and you're an expert because you work in an open office. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And people, we all have to, uh, for better or for worse, deal with the same stuff. And not everybody likes the same things. Yeah. And it's just like some people think the lights are too bright. They're pretty bright. They, they are very bright. Yeah. It doesn't bother me, but it bothers some people. But, you know, it's just like. Yeah. You do. Like if that's the most annoying thing at work is that someone's sh- like closing your blinds, you have a really great job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have nothing else to complain. Yeah. You, can, you can't write with real problems. So your problem yeah. is like, like I want to like, write to this person and tell them about the previous question <laughs> about the like, passive aggressive <laughs> like, boss guilting. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. That is a problem. <laughs> yeah. This is not a problem. And like I said, like she's like, I wouldn't go into someone's home. And it, you, this is not your, you have no right, right. to it's any of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Hmm. it's okay. I agree. Yeah, this person sucks. Cool. I do have, I mean, I have another question if we want to do another one. Okay. My father just suffered a stroke and is in a terrible state. He has started yelling and cursing at the doctors and nurses in the hospital. He has been incredibly rude and disrespectful in ways that are downright shocking to the family. He has said racist things to doctors from other countries. It's awful. He never behaved like this before. My siblings and I went back and apologized to the people he offended, but we are beside ourselves. He isn't listening. How can we get him to stop this ranting? Uh, what, okay, what is up with your question? The, it, he had a stroke. It's not, he, obviously his brain isn't working the way that it would normally be working, so. I could still see being, like, completely mortified by that, though. Yeah. And just probably, it's probably really, sh- like, painful for them to have this person that they didn't know to be like that. That's Start true. to attribute, yeah. like, that But that's, behavior. like, oh, my, you know, like, my, uh, my relative is, like, having Alzheimer's. He doesn't remember us anymore. How do we make him remember again? It's like, dude, he just fucking had a stroke. 
But it's like, was he always racist? And he was just and keeping that in. And the stroke just released the racism. I know. <laughs> Is that, that's also scary. Like, I am not racist, but what if I had a stroke and then my brain just turned? Yeah. That's really freaky. Yeah. yeah. And it's because it's the person's parent, right? So yeah. So then it's playing into the whole questions of identity and how, you know, it hurts more if it's a direct relative like that where you're like, that's, because we don't complete, like, the lines between where they are and where we are so blurred with parents yeah and so i could see that each time like being cringy because they feel like it's them not just their parent yeah i agree that it probably feels terrible to see a relative in a situation like that where they're not themselves anymore and behaving in a way that is very uncharacteristic however i don't see what you're it's like if they had something happen to them like a stroke how can you just be like hey can you stop, stop being, being racist? racist? Yeah, that doesn't work with anyone. Yeah. Look at our country right now. Like, <laughs> I'm sure the doctors are used to it and aware that this kind of thing happens with yeah. trauma to the brain. Yes. Um, but my dad, before I was born though, but my dad uh, had an accident. He was in the Navy and he had an accident at work where he fell off of, I don't remember how stories it w- how many stories it was, but it was quite high. And he like hit his head on I mean, like... Anything ev- more than one is concerning <laughs> yes so he like hit his head on like every level on the way down and i guess Fuck. like if he hadn't he would have fallen faster and like he could have died i don't know i guess that helped actually but he has like a metal plate in his arm and stuff because of it now but i guess he was never like this before but when he was in the hospital after like hitting his head and stuff he was nasty like really mean to the nurses and stuff like that so and now he like has a pretty short temper oh. and I think he was like not really like that before. Oh wow. But I never knew anything different. I'm like my dad's not mean or, or anything like right. but he does have a he's like p- pretty quick to anger and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's just kind of funny how that happened. Not funny but yeah. Interesting. Peculiar. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I I don't think there's anything you can do if your relative went through something like that no. recently. There's not much you can do if they can't really help it. I think that person just like needs to feel validated. Like that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. And that's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. It is. It is bad. And it's how nice of them that they do like approach um, the healthcare professionals to apologize. The thing that I think is going to suck more is if this behavior continues when he gets out of the hospital and then he's like really if he's racist like really forever. racist to random yeah. people and stuff because those people are not going to be as understanding. No, they don't it's know. It's like what history. are you going to go and tell everybody like my dad had a stroke? Yeah, like you're going to make him wear one of those like signs like you make a pet wear. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't mean, I guess me. you could try your best to ra- like explain to them like hey, that's not a good thing that you're doing, but if they you don't, don't actually think this. Yeah, it's like you're not racist. I don't know if you remember that, but <laughs> Or you at least had the decorum to hide it before. (laughs) So let's get back there. (laughs) Yeah, it's. But it's kind of like that thing, um, like that guy who was molesting kids, but he had a brain tumor. Oh, I didn't hear about that. It's like I I don't know. Do you attribute it to the person or to the brain tumor? It's hard to say. Yeah. Well, and that's even. And then can you blame them? Like, could you, uh, if it was the brain tumor, should you put that guy in prison? I don't. You know, it's like. Yeah. Well, I feel like you can't necessarily blame them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can just like let them do it. So let there has to, to be a balance between 
Okay, but he gets the brain tumor removed and he doesn't have that urge anymore. Then is that what happens? I think it is. That's crazy. Has, there has been cases where people have done terrible things and then it gets attributed to something that was wrong yeah. with their brain specifically. I know in serial killers, it's a lot of like frontal lobe damage, like even. Yeah, like almost like. Yeah, the, I hear true crime podcasts all the time. So a lot yeah. of them have been dropped on their head yeah. as youth. So yeah, there yeah, is like a big abuse thing. in the home, which is then like. Double All that in stuff, yeah. Yeah, but this was like something like he got the tumor removed and then the urge was no longer there. And it's like, so for his victims and stuff like that, like, I, I'm sure that matters very little to right. them. But it, I don't know. Can you blame that person? Like, can you put that person in jail for something that they could not help? Well, right. yeah, I feel like... But I it's mean, like serial killers who have frontal lobe damage. If you they really want to break it, it down, can anybody really do anything? That's like what that's I'm the saying, whole yeah. free will thing. Is like, are right. we really in control of anything right. that we do? Because you ever take like, um, like get prescribed a medication that kind of just like fucked with your head, like for at least like while you're getting used to it or whatever, right. and you're like, it happened, and I was just like extra irritable. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't killing anyone. Yeah. Um, but I did think like, wow, <laughs> that you like, know of. What, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like I did miss hours. I, yeah, yeah. There's three days I blacked out, but uh, as far as I know, no one close to me is dead. Um, no, but like I remember thinking in that moment, like or after that moment, like how scary that was. Of yeah. I didn't even feel like me. Yeah. yeah. I've had that happen even off medication yeah. when I had like a very big loss in my life recently right. where I was just definitely not being myself and being very um, yeah. emotional and irritable yeah. and difficult to be around in a way that I would not normally be like at all. But yeah, I feel like there's sometimes where you can't help it, but I mean, that's this, this kind of philosophical question is going right. to take us into like a deep yeah, it's, rabbit it's really hole hard. of like w- what is free will and what can we right. punish people for and I mean our justice system is broken and right. can you blame anybody for anything really I don't yeah. think so That's I, I don't I, think yeah. you can but I think in any if I were to be put in anybody else's body with their genetics and combination of their influences and upbringing yeah I would be making the same choice choices which is terrifying yeah and it's like you can say that without excusing anyone's behavior and also with knowing that you still need to keep people safe Mm -hmm. and provide for those people who've like had trauma Mm -hmm. um, put on them yeah we know that there's trends that create like for example we were talking about serial killers there's serial killers that all have very similar trends that took them to the place where they got to and they can't necessarily be blamed for that but they still need to be held accountable yeah. and be separated from society because they cannot be trusted. Yeah. I think people. that you can understand why somebody does something, but that doesn't mean right. that they don't need to be held accountable for that. But right. we also, as people need to figure out a better way to go about treating people yes. and helping people. Our prison system is fucking terrible. Yeah. So there's like so many issues that go into that and we need to probably address that on top of everything else. Yeah. I also feel like people are much more willing, like the brain tumor thing, like p- people like we were talking about before, like when you like miss work because you're depressed, like people are like, oh, they don't really believe it or right. it's not something that's real to them. Like I think with the brain tumor, people are much willing, more willing to forgive something that's yes. like physical yeah. that they yeah. can actually see. And it's been removed, so it's not a problem anymore. Yeah, like that would, that I can see that yeah. that was a thing right. in your brain. But if you were but like, like an entire history of conditioning, <laughs> like right, people right. won't accept yeah. that like as when, much. <laughs> yeah, when you like suffered a loss and you were going through this extreme time and you were like mourning and devastated and you were not being yourself and that's a very real thing but it's completely mental Mm -hmm. and you can't like there's nothing physical to attach that to people are not willing to like that's not as valid like people don't validate that it's not real to people yeah so that's a problem yeah we have a horrible understanding and treatment of like 
just mental states in general, not even the, I mean, obviously the extreme ones, the way we treat people who have, suffer from schizophrenia, et cetera, but like even just depression and how yeah. it's not taken seriously at all. Which is so funny because like uh, to me, I would rather break my leg than like go through a really bad, <laughs> like dep- like whenever I get yeah. like, like horribly depressed for periods of time. Like that feels way worse than anything. Like when I'm sick. And part of it is that idea that there is nothing to see with it and that people can't see it or understand it or empathize with it versus at least with something physical, it's literally physical and tangible. Yeah. Like if you had a fever, every time you got depressed, people would accept it. You're like, I'm at a hundred degrees. Like it's, is that how you take temperatures? (laughs) Yeah. But even then, you know, with uh, with capitalism and everything, people don't give a fuck. They're just like, get over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get back Pick to work. Up. Like wear a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had enough time. I have another question if we want to, but if not, I'll do another one. Yeah, we're we're at an hour, but we can do one more. Okay. Um, I'm 48 and single. I've had a great life with good friends and loving parents who are both now deceased. I travel for work, which is why I haven't settled down, married, or had children. Last year, I was home for a family funeral, and my cousin asked if we could spend more time together. I said yes, and last month, we agreed that I would spend a weekend at her house. She's married, my age, with three teen children. All these qualifiers that don't matter, by the way. It's very okay. funny. But, um, I love them, honestly, at what? this point, because I've noticed the trends. They're hilarious to me now. Yeah, they are so when funny. People like to like tell you all about their and it's not important (laughs) Um, I thought it was a great idea we grew up together and it was long overdue for us to catch up the night before I left her home my cousin said she wanted to share something with me she showed me some papers she had found among her own father's things after he died these papers proved that I was not my parents biological daughter her father and my father were brothers my father has been dead for four years and my mother for six I've been walking around in a daze I was never told that I was adopted I don't know who I am how could my parents hide this from me i'm so confused i can barely function this okay. is so heartbreaking all of these are heartbreaking or yeah. annoying yeah. but yeah. also heartbreaking or like very like she angry. took a long time to get to the point know, right? which is also <laughs> that's what really i think i think she was trying to illustrate with that she doesn't friends. have like a support a quote support system or something maybe yet. but she does say she has good fr- good for uh, yeah she travels for work which is why she hasn't settled like, down who cares <laughs> yeah that part but i think maybe she's like illustrating how untethered she is that like she's not just experiencing this loss. Like she's in a vacuum. Like she doesn't even have like a, a husband and children and not that she needs one. By yeah. Any means. You're being very nice. And I but, appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> but it, that's true. Like she probably feels a lot more lost because she yeah. doesn't have a, like a, a home base sort of thing. Yeah. She's like questioning a, her entire like existence. She doesn't have her parents to talk to while she's going through <laughs> this. And she doesn't have any other bloodlines then at this point. And I don't like, I always think about when I visit my parents and I leave and I'm like, oh God, you people are, they'll never listen to this. So you people are so annoying, but I <laughs> love you. And like it aches in my body when I leave them. And I just always think that's blood. Like that's what that is. Mm-hmm. And that sucks to discover that on your own like that. I don't know how you come to terms with that, especially when they're not alive for right. you to talk to them about it. Um, I just, have you guys seen the deep end of the ocean or it was a book too, I guess, but it was a movie I watched when I was a little kid. And basically it was about, it was with Michelle Pfeiffer and her son when he was a little boy, 
um, was stolen from her. She like lost him at a hotel or something and some lady took him and they never found him. They assumed he was dead. And then like later, like when he like, uh, like 10 years later, they discover he's living down the street from them. No. And, uh, the lady was like crazy and like had lost her own baby and like took him and like raised him in a good way as her own. She had died. The, uh, the dad, had adopted the son had no idea that the woman had stolen him. So like really like was like, this is my kid. And then, uh, so they find out that their son lives there and then he gets taken away to move back with Michelle Pfeiffer. How old is the kid? He's like 12. So he's devastated because he's taken from the only family he's ever known. The dad is also devastated. Didn't know that he wasn't really that his ex-wife's child. And I remember watching that movie when I was a kid and like I would go to sleep and I would cry myself to sleep sometimes because I would imagine like somebody taking me away from my parents and being like, these aren't your real parents and like making me go somewhere else. And just to like find out when you're an adult that like the parents that you loved so much are not your real parents. Right. Is so horrifying to me. Yeah. That is pretty fucked up. But. At the same time, <laughs> <laughs> what I think there's uh, like relationships, uh, relationships between people. Th- it's they're more imp- like important than who you're related to. Totally. So I think sometimes people feel a lot of guilt, and they have really toxic, terrible people in their life that are blood related to them, and so they feel like a certain level of obligation or responsibility to them, even though the relationships aren't good. And so I think that's important to remember. It's like there is more to whether you're actually related to a person or not because to that person, like the example that you're giving, the real family is the one that was always there for you and raised you regardless of whether they're biologically related to you or not. Like I have two nieces who my mom adopted when they were four and two and so I always call them my sisters because they grew up as my sisters. Like your fake sisters. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, technically, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't, they, they were my sisters. I call them my sisters. They call me their brother. I don't, and they call my mom their mom. Uh, it, you know, and it's the same with my older siblings. They're, I mean, they're half siblings, but I've never referred to them as half siblings. Yeah. Um, but you, uh, there's a lot of stuff like that where it's like, yeah, it's, it, I, I don't know. It, I, com- even if I found out that we, had no relation to each other at all, they would still be my family and I would still love them and I would still like always want to have them. I completely agree with that, but you would probably find out in a way that would allow you to have closure. Like she has no idea why her parents are not really her parents, who her parents really are, why they wouldn't have told her that. Also, I think it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like logically, she knows they didn't love her any less. They're still her parents. But like emotionally, you're like, holy, like her whole identity is just completely. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it's a question of like her, like not feeling loved or not, or thinking of them any differently, but probably just like, this internal feeling of what the fuck and like why yeah and like i don't want to make it too personal but your dad passed away Mm -hmm. like let's say you found out that your dad was not your real dad and he never told you that and you had no way to like your mom is still alive so you could find out in that way but if you had no way to get that information i don't know how do you think you would feel i don't know because i don't know what yeah would change for me to like all of a sudden be like, I don't know. I guess that would be weird to me because 
it, to me, it, would, it wouldn't matter who my real dad was because that was the guy that would that I have all my memories with. Yeah. And that's the person that I like would want to be around. Like, it doesn't matter if he was biologically related to me or not because he's the person that I would have wanted like all these things to have happened with. Like, like yeah. the stuff that makes me upset at, about him being gone or like the fact that he didn't get to like meet my kids and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that's the kind of thing that it doesn't matter if he was my real dad or not. Like I would have wanted him to be there for those kinds of things. So yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I understand that whole identity thing, but I think a thing that could be helpful to remember is that these kinds of bonds go beyond like our biology. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it's hard to say it's kind of like what Cause we I have, I have like relatives that, I'm related to that if they died, I probably wouldn't really feel anything. Right. right. And I have friends that if they died, I would yeah. be fucking devastated. Yeah. So sometimes like these, there's just more to our relationship with people than like who we're related yeah. to. I think, I think as humans, we're like very focused on stories and storytelling. Um, and she's questioning her whole story. Um, like I recently found out a huge family secret and I won't, I, and it, was something that it doesn't change anything about how I'm living my life now, but it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And I like, I still cry about it every day. Like, and it's something that rationally I'm like, it is what it is, but emotionally it's just this profound like change. And I think that's why like my heart goes out to her. It's not related to what she's saying, but it is this like family secret of why did people keep this yeah. from like me? Why, what was going on and just even like the emotional aspect of it of like her parents loved her but still like she had biological parents then that gave her up yeah and has to deal with that and who are they yeah and to me I kind of like what we were talking about before in the last episode I was saying like um just I can't emotionally understand like when women find out that they can't have babies like I don't want to have kids so when people find out about that and they're completely devastated, right. that's not something that I can actually understand. Right. Because I don't feel like I would be. Yeah. But maybe. So I feel like it, whenever I, th- like, I'll see things, like, they have, comp- like, whole shows dedicated to people finding their adoptive parents and people are, like, eaten up every day that they can't find their real biological right. parents even though they have these loving adoptive parents and they just need to know who they are. And, like, I feel like I wouldn't care. Like yeah. if I was raised by parents who loved me and like, even right. if they weren't my real parents, I feel like I would have no real connection to like care at all who I'm my biological yeah. parents are. But I guess it, I can't, I right. don't know. Until it happens directly. Yeah. It's so I hard don't know. to know how we're going to react. Like there might be that like actual, like it's probably like a real physical pull to know yeah. like where you, like where yeah. you story. Yeah. Makes sense. I feel like they would want to find out those people just to see if they actually like wanted like if they actually wanted to know me or miss me or yeah or something like that i might do it for them and maybe have like build a relationship from there but i don't know if i just on my own would want to be like oh i need to find out yeah i don't know but i I guess like i've never been in a situation so it's very possible that i might feel differently yeah in those circumstances i guess what i don't get is people who feel that sense of abandonment like how could these people that I don't even know that are my parents give me up when I was a kid and like feel worthless because of that? Like for me, I feel like that wouldn't really, 
I don't know, you were a baby and your parents probably didn't want a baby. Like, I don't know why there's like that much like negative, like emotional, like, like turmoil over that sort of thing when it like, or like you don't even know them. But I I guess, I don't know. Yeah, it's so hard. It's, and then, I don't know, my mind's just going, well, actually, no, let's bring it back to her cousin that told her. Why? Yeah. (laughs) I never thought about that. What? Here, let me show this 48-year-old woman who doesn't have her parents anymore that your parents weren't your parents. Like, you could just sit on that, baby girl. Like, that <laughs> you yeah. could have taken that to the grave. Do you think she should have? There was no need to tell her. What do you think? I don't know. We had a similar question not that long ago about the... That uh, was a little different, though. It was a little bit different, but it's still a revelation about some truth that you... I don't know, me. Yeah. So I feel like I don't want to know the truth. If her biological parents were alive and she was able to reconnect with them, then I could see it. Yeah, maybe tell her sooner. <laughs> yeah, but it, it does feel, it feels like, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of with you on that one. What would you do? I, w- I, w- I wouldn't tell her. I wouldn't tell her. I think, I, I think it would depend on how I felt the person would take it. Yeah. <laughs> like if they were the kind of person that was like, oh, I need to know the truth. Right. Even if it's painful, then I'd be like, okay, well, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could understand her um, justifying it to herself on why she should. Like yeah. this information should not be kept secret from her. But I don't necessarily think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I don't think I would have done it. But now I'm thinking like what I discovered about my family, I, as much as it's breaking my heart, like I'm happy I know it because yeah. it makes so much other stuff make sense. And so maybe there were aspects of her life that her cousin witnessed and like it makes more sense with this information. But part of me kind of wants to call like bullshit move on. It. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I don't know, was it a petty move? Like right. you're not actually related or like yeah. look at this drama I found out. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. know. I'm hoping that it, this is going to be helpful to this person in the long run, even if it's painful right, right now. Well, I it's like one of those be. things. Like yeah, <laughs> it's meant to be. <laughs> it's going to, she's going to adapt. Yeah. 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 She's going to rationalize and yeah. like, she's going to eventually convince unless she dies, she's right. going to convince herself that like her finding out was for the better right. because it made her stronger. What I, I yeah. don't know, but it's heartbreaking. It is. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Something about, I think, remembering that your parents were human (laughs) puts things into perspective sometimes. Yes. Yeah. It's just a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. I think my final thought about all the advice is I really hope the woman with the pool tans naked. Oh, yeah. I, I hope, hope she so just too. embraces that. And yeah. if a teenage son, or I'm picturing him as a teenager, I yeah. think. That's if why he I sees it, it then also. like, she said what? he was a teenager. Okay. Oh, okay yeah. Good. He's going to see Which it. Yeah. He's going like, to see it. And you know, good for him then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I hope he jumps on that trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she tans naked. Yeah. They all have a great time. Oh man. The human body is beautiful. Yeah. 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 It's whatever. They're just, except yours. No. Yeah. And maybe, I knew it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he won't have these like repressed uh, ideals of like yeah. women and yes. being sexualized and he won't turn into that guy talking to strippers on Facebook. That's true. So. Let's hope there so. There you go. Yeah. I like that we ended this with a positive note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this episode then. Uh, as usual, if you have any solicited advice, yeah. please reach out 
to us through unsolicited advice podcast one the number one <laughs> yes not spelled out at gmail.com yep wouldn't it be funny if the whole email was the number one <laughs> not spelled out <laughs> with not. parentheses also it's not, yeah <laughs> yeah please send it there um yeah yeah thank you for listening and and don't overdo anything See the sun rising off the sugar tide, then would you ride in if I wasn't driving?